Hey besties, thanks for tuning in with us. Life is hard, families are weird, work is tough. So this week we're talking about doing the best we can with first date check anxiety. Well, we also have a guest with us today. My good friend Bridget is going to tackle this topic with us. Hi, everybody. Bridget, we're so excited to have you. We actually did a little poll on our social media before we recorded this, and we asked all of our listeners the question, when you're on a first date and the check has been brought to the table, do you split it or not? And the majority of listeners said, yes, we split it with a close second being no, my date should pay. So I'm wondering, ladies, what are your thoughts on this? Um, It's interesting. I, I think in my head, I would expect the person, like if I asked the person out, I would probably pay, but I would also, since I'm a female, I'd expect it's the guy because I've been to men. He'd be the one to pay for me. Um, but I also am not against splitting the check. I think that just comes from like the fact that I'm just used to doing shit for myself and it it just kind of is what it is. And I split stuff with my friends. Why wouldn't I split stuff with this guy? Um, so I also feel like I wouldn't be weirded out if he'd be like, Hey, do you want to split? Like, I wouldn't take that offensively or like find that disrespectful, honestly. Yeah, I know. It's like such a tricky subject for me. I never know like what the right answer is, but you know, like growing up, like the quote unquote traditional thing to do would be for your date to pay, um, or it in a, um, straight relationship. Um, so for, you know, growing up, it was like, my dad always paid for everything, even though my mom and my dad shared a bank account, my dad always paid. Um, so I guess that's what I always saw. However, I'm not really the most traditional person. So I feel like, I, it's, it's just weird for me. Like, it's so nice. And I love it when guys pay for me. Um, I think it's just a kind gesture. And I, I appreciate it a lot. But also, like you were saying, Sadia, like, I have a job, I'm an an independent woman, and I can pay for my own meal. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like, it's, it's a weird situation you know it's it gives me a lot of anxiety every time I go on a date (laughs) honestly I agree I think it's tough because there's these traditions but then not every relationship is a guy gal so I truly think that whoever did the asking out for the first date should be the one that pays so if you ask me out on a date you can pay for the first date. And then as we continue, if this goes somewhere, um, then definitely find to split or do the whole like, oh, you paid for dinner. I got the movie. Uh, there's multiple parts to the date. So I think it's definitely complicated. I'm honestly getting anxious just thinking about it. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not even on a date right now. But yeah, I think it's it's tricky. So it's interesting that so many people checked off that we split it. Yeah, I feel like it's mo- it's like a sign to us that we're moving away from the traditional, I guess. Yeah. Like, we're just becoming more comfortable with being cool with splitting. And I do agree, like it's a very, I don't know. I don't know, I don't wanna like, I don't know. It's like a nice thing for the guy to do. And I think like the gesture, if someone were to do it, I'd be like, oh my God, thanks, like whatever. But I also feel like we're just, I don't know, our generation us freaking millennials we're just used to being like whatever like we'll split it we'll do whatever like we don't really honestly we don't care about tradition but I think we've done as a generation a lot of non-traditional things (laughs) so it makes sense that we're moving away from the whole like 
the guy pays or the person who asked you out on the date would pay and more so of like just being cool with splitting it it's kind of nice kind of cool to see and I'm also too like into taking turns so if you buy our first date there's a very good chance I'm offering to pay for the second date um Mm -hmm. and it's motivation for them to go out on second date (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) so I'm all about taking turns too you know you have any examples of first date check anxiety? Oh yeah. So I um, have been in the dating life for many years now. You can call me an expert probably. I'm very experienced. Um, <laughs> uh, so I've been on lots of interesting dates in my time. And I always, before every single one, have anxiety about what's going to happen when the check comes. Um, and one of my guy friends has always always said like as long as you reach for your purse that's the you know that's all I care about I'm gonna pay but as long as you try to offer that's what I want to see um but then sometimes I panic so much I don't even offer I just I I panic on slides (laughs) (laughs) it's so embarrassing um and then I'll usually say oh my god I was gonna offer you just paid so quick thank you so much and then I just like verbal diarrhea and it's just really really embarrassing. Um, so, so one time recently, actually, I went on a date with a guy and I was dreading the date from the start. He was just saying a lot of red flag things before we even had the date. And then it was like, he didn't have a reservation. This was during COVID time. So you need a reservation nowadays to get anywhere. So now he's having me drive all over Boston like oh let's meet at this place and we'll see if they can take us so eventually I had to step in and say like all right buddy I'm gonna call a place and see if they'll take us this is ridiculous um so we finally found a place it's a cute little restaurant um and I this has nothing to do with paying but like oh he was just such a weirdo like he got into the place first so he said I got us a table so I walk in I forget like I don't really know what he looks like I'm just panicked he's talking to a group of friends that he ran into doesn't even like wave at me or anything to like motion me over so I'm just standing at the door like looking around the whole restaurant until eventually he flags me down it was so embarrassing um and so it's COVID time so you have to get food you can't just get a drink Um, so we order our drinks I get or and I forgot to tell you guys too he's unemployed and he has made that very clear from the start Um, (laughs) and I think he got laid off because he like wasn't showing up to work on time or something so it's not even like a COVID related thing he was just uh, an idiot um so it's his own fault um So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to get a cider instead of an espresso martini because I'll be generous, get something small. Um, And then um, they make it clear, like, you have to get food. And now he's just like, oh, like, I I really, do we really have to get food? He said, we already got our drinks. So technically, like, what are they going to do? Make us get food? Like, just like trying to get out of it, just like a total jerk. So he ends up picking what to order for the food um brussels sprouts and <laughs> all things he picks brussels <laughs> yeah and like on any menu there's a good chance I like about 95% of the appetizers but I'm like that really I like brussels sprouts they're okay but 
I'd love some nachos. Oh my, it's like, I don't know, pretzel bites. Give me like boneless wings, like anything. You pick Brussels sprouts, yeah. which is expensive, by the way, for someone who's like unemployed. So. Yeah. I mean, it was probably the cheapest appetizer on the menu, honestly. So that's probably <laughs> why he chose it. Um, so he gets that. He eats most of it because I, I don't really want Brussels sprouts right now. Um, but thank <laughs> you. Uh, <laughs> and so then we get another round or so I think he ended up having more drinks than I did too. Um, like I only had two ciders of filling and whatever. And so then the bill comes and he's just looking at it. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. So then after a few minutes, I like reach for my wallet and I pull out my card and I put it down and then he puts his card down and he goes, you know, I would offer to pay for the whole thing, but you know, I'm just unemployed and like, I'm trying to save up. What was it? Oh, I'm saving up for uh, LASIK eye surgery. <laughs> That's what you don't even have insurance. Like you're unemployed. <laughs> and for an elective surgery, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm getting an elective surgery. So I can't pay for the state that I asked you out on. And you know, also too, I was like, so like, I think he must've just been, embarrassed after the whole thing like I don't even know it's just a, such an awkward circumstance obviously I don't mind paying like I said but then like he had made so many comments that made me think like this guy's gonna pin me up against a wall make out with me like just be aggressive he seemed like a crazy kind of guy I was dreading the state he didn't even hug or try to kiss me at the end <laughs> he was just like all right like talk to you later <laughs> thanks for the Brussels sprouts <laughs> Yeah, basically, I, I freaking took him on a date, essentially. <laughs> Maybe he just wanted a free meal. Maybe. I feel like he does this a lot. Like, <laughs> not like all of it, right? Like, I feel like, obviously, he came to this, like, I don't think he did the whole, he meant to do the whole, like, oh, my friends are here. This is great situation. Maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe his friends are also just as slimy. I don't know. But I just feel like he, he just seems too comfortable. Just based on, like, what you're saying, I'm like, this guy, this isn't his first time playing the whole like, oh, oh, I don't think I can pay this time. Like this, this cannot be his first rodeo. There's no way. I'd be like, see you after you get LASIK and can afford to take me out. <laughs> I just start saving up for hinge dates. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Also, I'm not over the fact that he lost his job, but like not for a real reason of losing his job. <laughs> That's like, I thought you were going to be like, oh, he lost his job because of the pandemic. They had to do layoffs. And I'm like, oh my God, like, I get it. Like, I've had friends to do, do the same thing. Bro, you lost your job for, like, not just not giving a shit about your job. It's basically why you lost your job. So essentially, you were fired. You weren't even, like, politely laid off. Yeah. <laughs> that should have been the biggest red flag. No, thank you. No, there are so many other red flags leading up to it. That one wasn't even bad. I can't even remember some of the curvy things he was saying to me just just a weirdo and you didn't but, even get a free meal out of it no nope wasn't mm. worth my time that's the worst honestly I actually did so my the one time I've actually dated because I like don't do it I also just don't have the energy for it but that's a whole other podcast episode <laughs> just like my personal issues with dating <laughs> and I think a lot of it I saw a TikTok the other day of a girl who was like imagine like you have a bad day and you come home and there's a man in your bed and I was like that's a true fear I think I have right now like I just the thought of like just coming home to someone else I can't do it but I will say my first dating experience and this was pre-pandemic so like 
life was normal, whatever that meant back then. Um, and I met this guy on Hinge, super nice kid, very nice. Like we got along really well. Like we would text all the time. Like he would literally like message me during class because he was in class at the time. And he would like just met, like chat me on his laptop or whatever. Um, and then we went on our first date um, to a place that we both loved. So it was like, great, like great food, great drinks, like great company, such a good vibe. He did pay, like was just straight up, like put his, the minute the check came, he like put his card down. I was like, okay, bro, like, I'm not going to fight. Um, and we got along really well. We went out on a couple dates after that too. And like split the check or whatever. And like, whatever, it just got weird at the end where, I don't know, this is probably, we started probably talking in like March, um, went on our first day, probably in April. He also met a couple of my friends like very early in the situation, which is why I was like, this is why I don't do this because we like you met some of my friends by accident. Like I didn't really want him to, but we were out in his town that he lived in. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess you can come by. Um, and I was very drunk too, for a good reason. So, <laughs> but we, this like happened in probably September-ish because I remember around August, which was my birthday we were talking and like things were normal. And then it just got weird. Like he would like, not respond, wouldn't like reach out a couple of days. And that just wasn't our relationship. Like we would constantly be talking. So I felt that that to be like a little bit of a weird situation. And then there were a couple of times that I was just like, I don't understand what's wrong with this kid. Like, what's the point? Like, what are we doing here? If you're not even like conversing, like, what is this? And so uh, I texted him and I was just like, bro, are you good? Essentially, that's what I said without like saying, bro, are you good? I was more nice, but I was just like, are you good? Like what's going on here? I don't understand. So instead of him using words, he communicated using giffies and he sent me dog, sad dog giffies. And I don't know if that's what he searched to find these giffies, but they were all sad dogs. And I was just like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, I don't know what this means. They were very cute dogs. Like he himself has a dog. So I was like, is this, does your dog pass away? Like, I don't know what this means. Like, I really was just like, I'm not sure what to do here. So then I was like, are you just not going to use words? Like, I don't understand what this is. And then he was like, oh yeah, like you're right. Like I should be like more grown up and like use my words, but then like, didn't continue talking. Like that was the last text. And I don't know if he was expecting me to like prompt with like hello what's like I don't understand and I'm not going to do that again I literally just did that so I just didn't respond and then we just haven't spoken since then <laughs> that's, wow. that's my new story bad dog gifts yeah if I have the thread I will gladly screenshot and send to both of you it was just that's sad cute. it was like probably four or five of them too that he would just respond what back is, to because he would like send mean? a gif and I'd be like what and then he would respond to my what with a gif and I'd be like I don't understand and then he would respond with a gif. like it was literally like that's just that was the pattern of events that took place I dare you to send him a gif right now <laughs> <laughs> of, a, of happy a happy dog <laughs> wait that would be so funny though if I did do that it's very interesting too because I would have been cool with like just staying friends like if you weren't into whatever this was I've been cool with saying friends like he was a cool guy I was like I'd hang out with you and just like chill like that's not it doesn't have to be anything more than that but I was like it just it's weird that you didn't use your words and now that you didn't use your words no, I don't want a relationship with you and I probably don't even want to be friends with you because it's like how can you be a friend to someone and you can't even say what's wrong or what the issue is you communicate through sad dog gifts. <laughs> what a choice of all of all of the gifts out there such a choice. It's weird. I don't know. And I'm just waiting for the day that I may run into him. 
it, I think about that sometimes in my mind. Like I play out scenarios in my head and I'm like, <laughs> what would this day be like? I'm very fascinated sad to know. dog face. <laughs> Literally, he'll probably come around with a sad dog face. Very strange. Oh my gosh. I could talk for hours about men having poor communication skills. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe another episode in the future. Um, men just, oh God. Uh, so speaking of another doofus man, um, so I was going to go out with another guy um, that I met on Hinge. And he says he um, wants to take me to brunch. And he actually used those words. I want to take you to brunch. So I take that as you're buying. Um, I suggest this cool new restaurant that my roommate keeps raving about. And so we get there and turns out, actually, this is the same exact restaurant that I had been on the last with um so I actually had in fact been to this restaurant and had no idea um so that's fun and even better same waiter love this and I only remember this because I made a comment to the first guy about how the waiter looked like Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone (laughs) and then we had him again so that was fun I was really afraid he would recognize me but luckily I didn't make any comments about how he looked like Macaulay Culkin so he probably didn't remember me (laughs) did you get the Brussels sprouts again this time no definitely not so I was gonna get the huevos rancheros Mm. so my date says to me um what are you gonna get and I said, I'm getting the huevos rancheros. So now he's looking on the menu for the huevos rancheros. And then he goes, oh, I'm sorry. You only have a $10 limit. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Well, I guess you're getting the Brussels sprouts because it's the cheapest thing on the menu. <laughs> not to mention, there's not a single thing on the menu that's less than $10. Like it's Boston, you know? <laughs> Just, oh my God. I almost died. And so to be fair, this guy, I think has a little bit of... Um, a social pragmatic deficit um and he his delivery of jokes is just not stellar um mm-hmm. so I think it was his way of being funny he made a lot of like weird jokes to the waiter like he asked if like the orange juice had pulp and he was only gonna get it if it had pulp and he kind of just like weird little like jokes that just nobody really got so. <laughs> Yeah. So that was cute. Um, so now he's, or the waiter says, okay, I'm going to bring you guys the bill. And so now my date pulls out his credit cards and he's like, oh my God, do you have a credit card like this? <laughs> like what kind of question is this? And he pulls out, it's um, the Apple pay credit card. So to be fair, kind of interesting topic. I guess I have an iPhone. I've never heard of anybody having the Apple pay credit card interesting thank you so I'm like actually no I don't but like here so now I feel like that was his way to get me to like pull out my credit cards um and I was like I don't but like I have one similar because it was one of those like thick metal ones yeah I always whenever people comment I'm like oh it's because there's so much money on there (laughs) it's so rich that's why it's so heavy Mm. my immediate thought is that he's just trying to steal your identity yeah it's like show and tell of your credit cards like who does that can i see the security code in the back (laughs) like yeah what's the three digit code back there i'm sorry let me just take a picture and your mom's date (laughs) date 
do you have a middle initial or no um (laughs) (laughs) that might have actually been his his motive I'm not sure you're on to something Allie so now okay so now we both have all of our credit cards out we're talking whatever conveniently the waiter comes over puts the bill down so now look all of our credit cards are out and he kind of was quick and like fairly sly about it gives it away and then I do my little verbal diarrhea spiel where I go oh my god like you did that so fast I was gonna put mine in and just wicked awkward whatever so now he gets the the thing to sign the like receipt to fill out the tip and he writes it's eight dollars because it was 40 bucks so we love to see that a guy's a good tipper right mm-hmm. um 20 fair i maybe would have been 10 especially for all the bad jokes but um <laughs> as an apology um so he writes eight and then he goes wait do you have any cash <laughs> I, like, I actually do like i never have cash so i pull out must have been like 18 dollars and then he goes wait is that eight bucks right there I said, yeah. And he goes, can I use that for the tip instead? And I'm like, sure. So that was just a weird, awkward way. Like, I don't, I don't know how I felt about that. Like I paid my $8 for the meal, you know, just kind of strange. Maybe that was his apology for the bad jokes. He tipped in <laughs> cash. So taxes wouldn't come out. I don't know, but That's still funny. just weird. Cause I'm like, at first I gave him the benefit of the doubt where I said, well, maybe he's like that. I, I know a lot of people who say they tip in cash only because they don't want the taxes to be taken out, whatever. They don't want the waitress to have to claim it. However, if you're going to be taking a girl on a hot date, maybe stop by the ATM. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, now he's going to steal your debit card and stop by the ATM for <laughs> your money. That was the motive here. I also feel like I wouldn't have been as weirded out to pay the tip if he just straight up asked, hey, would you mind just getting the tip because yeah. I paid? Like, I feel like if you he was just honest about it, it probably wouldn't have been as awkward. Like, mm-hmm. like you probably would be like, oh, yeah, I actually have cash. Like, this is perfect. And just like did your thing and moved on. Like, why did we need to make this whole? Yeah, I see eight dollars in your hand. Like, <laughs> do you mind putting that down? I don't know. Like, maybe for the tip. What the fuck is that? Like, just ask if I can pay for the tip. Like. That's all you had to do. I know. And like, do you really need my $8? Like, I don't know. I just, like, I just found it to be so weird. But plot twist, he is still in my life, um, sort of. And we've gone, you know, on a few, not like dates out to restaurants, but we've gotten like takeout and stuff. And he's paid for quite a few things. And then the other night we went out and got burgers and it's like, takeout so he ordered it he paid it he's like no I want to pay I want to pay but then he was like but you're buying me milkshake (laughs) so then he kind of forced me to go buy us milkshakes which was totally fine I don't really need to be forced into eating ice cream but (laughs) just kind of like I would have 100% offered to pay for the shakes like absolutely that's kind of how I am like I want to be fair I want to take turns but for him to like force it on me was just kind of weird too he sounds very demanding yeah, I don't know how much longer he'll stick around. <laughs> well, bro, if you're listening, <laughs> step up your game. More reasons besides your the- days are numbered, bro. Just know that. <laughs> yep, seriously. <laughs> Honestly, dating 
these stories give me anxiety. I'm kind of glad I dated it in college where we would just go to the dining hall and each use our meal plans. So thanks mom and dad for sponsoring those dates. Um, <laughs> but it was cute. We'd get, you know, lunch together every Monday, Wednesday, Friday after class and uh, didn't have the awkwardness of who's paying because we each had meal plans. So luckily I dated in that type of environment instead of this, because this sounds stressful. And I think Eric is the type of guy that would 100% pay for every date. Yes. I Like I could picture him being like that. Yes. Especially in the courting process. <laughs> <laughs> but like my roommate, for example, her boyfriend pays for pretty much every date um, when they go out. So like some guys are just like that. Like that's just their mentality. Yeah. But I feel like I'm just, I'm more of a forceful type that will say, no, please, I'm paying. <laughs> please let me pay for this. One thing I will not pay for Uh-oh. Uh-oh. is unsolicited dick pics. Tell me more. I, I already <laughs> hear the story. I already can't with this, where this is going. <laughs> so... <laughs> There's this guy, won't won't bore you with the backstory, but like we've been talking on Snapchat, I guess, for over a year now. It has gone absolutely nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. He makes no moves, or he'll make a move like, let's do something tomorrow. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then will not um, follow through. Like, just won't talk to me the next day. Whatever, classic man. Um, I have basically zero interest uh for some reason I've been tolerating his snapchats for the past year I'm not sure why I'm just a nice person I don't know (laughs) he needs someone to send his pictures to I accept it I don't know and then he just suddenly started sending me unsolicited dick pics and it's all times of the day he also was unemployed so easy for him to just at all times and I'm like dude are you just always horny like what I don't understand what goes on in your day because it's all hours of the day I'll be at work opening a snapchat and now there's a dick on my phone (laughs) and I'm like I hope no one's looking and it's just and I've never responded you know like I could understand if I'm like oh baby that's hot yeah, he's gonna want to send more. I don't know, but you would think that after like twenty of them with no response, you would like give up. I don't know. This twenty of them with no <laughs> response. Oh, dude, more. No, guys, this has been going on for months. Um, and this is really shame on me. I really need to embarrass this kid and just be like, dude, stop, <laughs> or like screenshot one or something and like really throw him for a loop. He one day is messaging me on Snapchat. And telling me that he started an OnlyFans and he thinks that I should Venmo him for the nudes that he's been sending. The unsolicited dick pics, you now owe him, is he invoicing you? Basically. And I was, and I thought he was like joking. Nope. 100% serious. And I was like, why should I send you money for nudes in general? Even if I enjoyed them, why should I send you money for nudes? And he was like, well, you have a job and I don't. Sorry, excuse me? Also, how much is man is this man charging for a dick pic? I don't even know. Well, guess what? Guess what? He's telling me he did his taxes the other day. He made $10,000 on OnlyFans. 
I would love to see the person at the Department of the Treasury that looks at that tax return <laughs> and sees only fans as his employment. Are you allowed to collect unemployment if you <laughs> do only fans? Honestly, probably not. Cause like your salary, it probably oh, depends on like thousand dollars. So wild. And I'm like, who's paying for this? So like, he's attractive, I guess, but like yeah, but dicks are not attractive. I don't understand who came up with this concept that women want to see your dicks. We do not. <laughs> I never want to see one. I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to see one when I'm having sex with you. I never want to see one. <laughs> They're not good looking. They never will be. I I need to know. So after he asked you to Venmo him, and you clearly said no, that's not happening. Has he continued to send you nudes? Yes, but a lot less frequently oh is this how he gets his fans is he sends like you know this teaser he's not very good at it because i don't even want them so i'm absolutely not paying for them you know but i'm like do people do girls like this also i mean there's no doubt in my mind he's like blasting them out to like 16 girls when he sends me these videos mm-hmm. i would hope honestly i hope that that's the case because then that means that at least one of these girls was asking for it and then he was like okay i might as well sh- send it out to all of my girls no stop like, that mentality that has to be stopped like just go your target audience the people that are like yeah like give me more of this just send them that way i do not fall in that bracket i don't need to see any more of this and it's offensive to ask me for money for them. Yeah, that's mind blowing. But then like you ask me for money for them. I say no. And then you still send me dick pics. So like. Bad business strategy. Bad, 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 bad. Because now you're just handing the dick out for free. Like I'm just, I if know. I were enjoying this, it's like, oh, I don't have to pay for it. Like I'm yep. getting it for free. I don't need it. I don't need to pay for this. Also- you should, you yeah. should send him a copy of this podcast and <laughs> see if he gets the hint. He'd probably listen to the whole thing too great more listeners clearly he's doing the best he can ten thousand dollars from only fans going from unemployment to ten thousand i mean good for you You'd probably sue me for like defamation of character or something whatever bro like you're sending your dick out which is borderline like harassment as well so like let's if you want to get there we can (laughs) we can drop a lawsuit any day like let's not away Put it I could go for some money. And <laughs> <laughs> nice. for um, your uh, time and um, I'm losing my words, but send him an invoice for the, the harm that he has caused you. Mm, by pain and suffering. Thank you. Yeah, there my you therapy appointment. Also yeah, and like for your eyesight, I'm sure your vision has gone True. unwell since this whole thing has started. You could get LASIK by this point and buy oh. your own Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, clearly we're all doing the best we can, even when <laughs> dates give us anxiety. And you know what? I appreciate, Bridget, you so much for coming on today and sharing these stories and talking about how anxiety provoking it is to go on a first date. So thank you so much for joining us. No problem. This was awesome. I loved it. I was so nervous in the beginning. I'm still nervous. I think it went great. No, it went wonderful. We'll have to have you back for another episode. Part two. Maybe (laughs) if you guys are lucky. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to charge us. 
Yeah, I'll send you an invoice. Maybe if all the listeners can send uh, some requests about, you know, any topic about dating, I'm an expert. <laughs> I think I need well, like, a in it. It's perfect because if you have a story, a story to share, if you want Bridget to talk about another topic in a future podcast episode, you can email us at bestwecanpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at bestwecanpodcast and on Twitter at bestwecanpod. New episodes drop every Tuesday. And remember, you're doing the best you can and your best is good enough. Bye, besties. See you next week. Bye.